There was some there were some interesting quotes on 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 Wednesday. Um, first of all, I, I think we should say kind of news related. Sam Jackson the fifth, uh, the uh, the quarterback for uh, Cal, he started uh, for the for the Bears uh, against North Texas. Left early, got injured. He's got a really interesting story. Uh, he was actually a wide receiver for Peyton Thorne with Peyton Thorne, I should say, in high school, uh, uh, and um, you know ended up becoming a quarterback. Started his career at TCU. He's you know he's a couple years younger than than uh, than Thorne is. Um, went to TCU. Was a backup quarterback at TCU uh, last couple of years. Ran the ball decently well when he got in the game with TCU. There were some plays he made before he got hurt uh, in that North Texas game where he showcased some really good wheels. Um, have it don't have a a whole lot of like uh, data to go off of of how he is as a, as a passer. Uh, but definitely a guy that in his in his background he's got some he's got some wheels he he can be dangerous with his legs which adds another dimension to a really good cow backfield. Who does it help or hurt more, or does it mostly come out as a wash that Auburn doesn't have a lot of film on this guy? Uh, but also, you could argue that Cal probably could have benefited getting him more reps. It's a great question. Are we sure it's Sam Jackson this Saturday? He after said the way, after the way the backup played, because I thought the backup made the offense look extremely sharp uh, once once he stepped in and, and played the majority of the game. It's a great question. Ben Finley did play really well uh, coming off the bench for for Cal on Saturday. He did say uh, that I'm expecting to play. Uh, we've all been repping. It's the same thing as last week. Uh, Justin Wilcox uh, called him day to day. Nothing to announce. Sounds like it's going to be a game time decision. Um, Jackson sounds like he's going to be healthy enough to give it a go. Um, I do think if Finley does, if, if it's not Jackson and it is Finley, I think you should expect more of a um, more of a traditional pocket passing quarterback when it comes to Ben Finley. I think uh, on Saturday against North Texas, uh, Finley had three carries for nine yards. Gets whereas, rid of the get, gets rid of the ball really quick though. That that's what mm-hmm. stood out to me about when when they had to go a staple from, a staple of the yeah. offense. Sorry to interrupt, but like that's a staple of the offense that uh, that that uh, you've seen over the years uh, from that offense coordinator. Like yeah, you know, that's that's something they want to do and, and get the, and play a lot of plays and, and play quickly. And and Spavadel's also been able to find success with somebody who's who's more dangerous with their legs. Manzel in thirteen is is the most prominent example. But no, you're right. I mean, this is someone looking to utilize the skill position players by getting it out of the hands of the quarterback quickly. And uh, yeah, I, I just I was struck by with with Finley uh, how uh, uh, how that ball was 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 coming out really quick and and usually to the right guy, and it really made things tough on North Texas uh, while that game was still close. I. I just I wonder, you know, the the thing I worry about as far as giving Cal's offense too much credit for the performance this past week is I think about last year when Western Kentucky was vaporizing people offensively week in and week out, and then they ran into a team that had a, a considerable athletic advantage against the teams that, that Western Kentucky had been playing to that point, and the results were pretty different. When they, when they went to Jordan-Hare. And that wasn't, I mean, that was as Auburn was having the season they were having last year. They were still able to bottle up Western Kentucky pretty successfully. So there's a, there's a, there's a real difference in the level of competition, and that matters. At the same time, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, don't know, I don't know the state of Auburn's run defense right now, so that's, that's going to make things 
I mean, I mean it, it's just that's the, the most pressing question for me. How Auburn throws the ball is also going to matter a ton, but how that Auburn run defense holds up to me is 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 maybe the most pressing question going into this game. Dan just mentioned what I was about to go to, and it's been like the focus of the week as far as I'm aware, which is Auburn's run defense. But you mentioned uh, the backup getting the, the ball out quickly. How did Auburn's defensive backs grade out against UMass? Because so much of the focus, understandably, is on the run game, and that makes me wonder, okay, where where does Cal see itself uh, on the other side of the equation throwing the ball? Yeah, I, I thought Auburn's pass defense played pretty well against, against UMass. Um, not a whole lot of damage done through the air. I think the only explosive pass that they had outside of that last one there at the end like was early and did a really good job of being disruptive in the air. Thought Auburn's pass rush got better as the game went on. Obviously, Donovan Kaufman uh, and those guys blitzing did a really good job of that. Um, they're going to need to step up and do some exotic stuff, especially if you may have you know a guy like Finley. If it's either Finley or Jackson, neither of these guys have a ton of experience as starters. Uh, you know, I think that's the the thing to keep in mind there. Um, I do wonder what kind of defense that uh, that Ron Roberts will try to dial up, try to get these guys uncomfortable. Um, I should mention the Jackson injury was to his non-throwing shoulder. Um, so, you know, that, that could still affect him, obviously, if he plays and, and runs the ball uh, and, and all that. So it, it'll be interesting to see. But priority number one for Auburn, like Dan said, like you've got to be able to slow down the running game. I don't think you're going to shut it down, but you got to be able to slow it down. Uh, Auburn's run defense, we've talked about it time after time after time. A weakness last season, arguably its biggest weakness last season, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, there were some games where they just got absolutely torched and teams didn't even feel like they needed to throw the ball. Cal is a team that you don't want to mess around with in that uh, in that area. Um, Jay Knott had nearly 900 yards last season as a freshman for Cal. He comes out, has nearly 200 yards rushing in this first game against North Texas high speed uh back um i think i saw that his uh top speed on the touchdown the big touchdown running out against north texas it was well over 20 miles an hour um dude's got some jets he's not alone though either and that's what makes cal i think pretty dangerous they have isaiah i hope i can pronounce this afonzi I, I, uh, I hope I'm not screwing up your name too badly there, Isaiah. But he transferred from Montana State. Shout out Christian Clemente. He transferred from uh, uh, Montana State and did really, really well there. Uh, I put it in the in the newsletter on Wednesday. He has a run in this game that looks like Marshawn Lynch, like beast mode type of run. Um, he had three touchdowns on just 10 carries in this game. Huge GPA. He actually was their, graded out as their best running back in that game. Uh, they also had uh, Ashton Stredick, uh, and uh, he had 13 carries for 51 yards and a touchdown as well. They're going to rotate. They're going to try a lot of different dudes at, back there. Ott's the bell cow. He's a he's an underrated player uh, in the Pac-12, but they've got depth back there, and they're going to try to attack an Auburn defense that has been weak in this area for quite some time now. UMass game, um, you get run all over in the first drive. Um, gave up some some explosive ones throughout the game. You did get better, but still, over six yards of carry uh, against UMass is not a great sign, uh, especially when you play a team like UMass, uh, when you play a team like Cal that just did a lot of really really good stuff on Saturday against North Texas on the ground. Is there any evidence that that would suggest that 
Auburn kept things simple on the first defensive series against UMass, and then after UMass had that su- success, they changed it up or got more aggressive or anything? Is is there anything that would – I mean, I, the only personnel change that I noticed was it seemed like Cam Riley played less on defense in the first half after that first series. I don't mm-hmm. know if Auburn made another no- notable switch, but, yeah, I was wondering you, – you've poured into the numbers a little bit more like, you know, what what changed for Auburn defensively after that first UMass drive? Well, I think the biggest thing that changed is that UMass stopped running the ball. They went. They dropped back to pass on three straight plays on that second drive, and it was like really baffling to me uh, in the moment, and it looked even more baffling in the aftermath uh, of the game. Um, no, I. you talked to players this week. You talked to coaches this week. They've all kind of said, yeah, they got hit in the mouth, and like Auburn just had to play harder. Like they had to settle down and be like, hey, guys, like, you know, you better lock in because this team will hurt you if you keep, you know, making the same mistakes. And I think they did that and they tightened up. They did still give up some bigger runs. Uh, that drive that ended uh, with a UMass miss field goal in the second quarter, that had back-to-back explosive runs. That is an area where they have you know, really, really wanted to harp on. Here's the interesting thing about this game between uh, Auburn and Cal. Cal's running attack, rushing attack in, in week one against North Texas was pretty boom or bust, even though it, was, it boomed a, a whole heck of a lot, uh, well over 300 yards rushing in that game. Game on paper uh, has it uh, 39% of Cal's runs in that game uh, went for two yards or less. 52% of their runs went for four yards or more. Um, They made the most of their opportunities, but it wasn't like they were just getting a lot of six, seven, eight, nine-yard carries at a time. It was a lot of, you know, run, run, bang, here's a a big one. And if you look at the way Ott uh, and Afonzi ran the ball in that game, and if you throw in the fact that Sam Jackson's a guy that could tuck in and go, especially on a on a zone read, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the key to this game isn't Auburn's defensive line. They've got to make more plays. You look at the run stops from the UMass game, it's a lot of linebackers and DBs, not as much dudes at, at defense, uh, on the defensive line. Now, this defense funnels action to those guys, so you don't want to read too, too much into it, but you would like to see – Auburn get in to the backfield more and make more plays with their defensive front, especially after what Free said on Monday. Hey, we're not getting off the of blocks well enough, and you start ripping better and, and, and getting into the backfield. That's going to be key. But as I wrote on Wednesday again, this defense, like if Auburn's going to play well on defense against Cal in the in the running department, it is a total team effort. They're going to challenge the defensive backs to tackle. They're going to t- challenge. Uh, your nickels to tackle, your safeties, your linebackers, your corners, uh, because Cal loves to hit the outside. It was where Ott was at his best last season, bouncing to the outside. They did most of their damage against uh, North Texas outside the tackles, like a vast majority. They didn't do a ton between the tackles. That's kind of where that boom-bust rate comes from in that game. So while we can all sit here and say, hey, Auburn's defensive line needs to step up, and they do, this is going to be a game where all three levels have got to, you know, strap the you know get the chin strap tight and, and and get ready to hit some folks and and make some bring some guys to the ground because uh cal's got a group of back uh, of backs that if you give up one if you miss a tackle or two or if you're out of lane and you're out of uh, you're you don't have the right fit they they can turn on the jets and it'll be a touchdown in a hurry it was interesting to see steiner in the game late at linebacker on saturday because i i was ready to assume that his absence uh from the 
starting lineup or the two deep was injury related, mm-hmm. and maybe and maybe it was in that he's had you know he, he had to maybe uh, Malcolm Johnson Jr. kind of the same thing yeah. on offense. Yeah. yeah, he had to he had to catch up, uh, you know, from 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 being uh, from setbacks earlier in the off season. But I would think without Austin Keys against a team that wants to run it like this, I'm guessing Nixon, Asante, Cam Riley, Wesley Steiner, and Robert Woodyard could all be called into action. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean that's. I don't. I don't think I'm leaving anybody out, but no. that that's that's where I think that. I mean, it it could be all hands on deck. I do to wonder to, if to try to help the defense. I do wonder if this is going to be a game where you could see Zion Puckett playing more in the box, kind of bringing him down a little bit more. He has played kind of pseudo linebacker in the past. Um, and that you and did that have really a, you that might have give re- you a chance to put Kaufman on the field too, right? Like that, you know, working working Puckett there, like perhaps some situations where Kaufman and Scott can both be on the field at the same time because both of them played really well on Saturday uh, against UMass. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for Auburn, it's just like, you know, play fundamentally sound and and tackle and tackle well. And you are the bigger and more athletic and more talented team, not by a huge margin. This isn't like Auburn UMass, but, you know, can you play sound football and and really try to, you know, bring these guys down? Ott is a guy who's capable of breaking a big play on you and making making tackles miss. But Freeze harped on it. Several times on Monday, the amount of times that Auburn were was out of alignment, uh, 